Welcome to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. Prepare your heart for laughter and tears as we share the unpolished stories of the homeless and hurting, hope and transformation. Here is your host, director of the Union Gospel Mission, Pastor Tim Lane. Well, hi guys. I'm glad you decided to join us again. I've got Tim Trenum from the kitchen back here. He is a kitchen supervisor. And uh, we had a pretty good show last week. We got to talk about some of the things of the holidays. Want to go back over a few of those things for people that didn't hear last week. Also want to let you know that our construction guys are working as fast as they can to get the the uh, dorm back open so that we can get 60 people up there from the streets, uh, which we call guests, in a warm, safe environment. So we're working as hard as we can to get that open. And uh, it it all adds to the excitement. You know, you, <laughs> you probably don't think about a homeless shelter as being an exciting place, but Tim and I were just talking about it. And uh, the reality is that in years gone by, there there's all the decorations that are up. There's the holiday foods that are up. We've got the guests coming and going. We've got church groups coming and going. And uh, it's, a, it's really an exciting time. We hand out about 100 food boxes. Uh, and we have no idea how many people will come, but... Uh, we're prepared for 100 food boxes at Thanksgiving and 100 food boxes at Christmas. And those are for families that have a dwelling and elderly people, 65 and older, who live in an apartment or trailer or house or whatever it is. But you need to have an address. And what we do is we prepare everything we can to give them the traditional type holiday uh, experience, at least for, for eating. And so, you know, we all remember when we were kids having the family over and having all those things. We all ate too much turkey and we all ate too much pie and cranberry stuff and all those kind of things. And so, uh, but for people that are out there that are on the very margin of life, sometimes the holidays can be pretty grim because they don't have anything to have those traditional meals. Maybe they're scraping together, get get a toy or something for their kids. And so we can certainly step in, and we do, with food boxes. And yeah, I know you see the guys on TV and they're, everybody's lined up in a car and they're giving away turkeys, and we don't do it quite like that. There's a message that's beforehand. And then what we do is we give them a box, but the box doesn't just have a turkey in it. It's got instant potatoes. It's got a pie or pastry or something that we have. And then there's usually, I don't know, green beans or canned stuff. There's It just depends on what we have. But we make sure that they can have a complete holiday meal. I know that in the past we've even gotten bags of marshmallows so they can put them on their their yams, right? (laughs) Yes, sir. But we do everything that we can to make sure that these folks are are getting it. Now, we're not taking credit for that because, one, God has laid it on the heart of the mission for us to do these things. And then you as the donors to the mission are the ones that are really responsible for, for what happens. But on the other side, I'm not coming on here to beg you 
to give to us, whether it's monetarily or with, with uh, food donations. And here's why. Because it would be disingenuous of me to tell you we couldn't afford to do it because we do have the money to, to make those food boxes happen and happen regardless, and we will. But there's never been a year that we had to go and pay for all that stuff because you guys were, you opened your hearts and you, you donated turkeys. And I told them on the show last week that uh, Tim's predecessor came to me and asked and said, hey, we don't have any turkeys. I put an ad out and three days after the ad came out, he was begging me to take it off the air because he had too many turkeys. That's that's on you guys. That's on your warm hearts, your, your hearing from God to donate. And so I'll tell you what, we're forever grateful. And it's not us, it's you. And so, uh, Tim, at the holiday time, we often think about the meals and we think about presents and we think about all of that. But you and I were talking off air about some of the things that are, are really super needed as Sacramento weather gets down to, you know, we're not Alaska but as Tim pointed out, 32 degrees is freezing, and it gets 32 degrees and below here. And when you're out on the street, and regardless of what puts you out there, whether it's because of your own misbehavior or, or circumstance or whatever, let's forget about that. Now we've got people that have no coats, no anything. So what do we do about that, Tim? Well, all we can do is pray that you know, our donors, which are you folks out there, you know, can see it in your heart, you know, to give away that old hoodie you maybe wore once in eight, nine months. And it's simple. The hoodie that we take for granted is something that they prize. It's a prize for them because it does get very, very cold out there, Pastor. You you and I both know, we know people who have passed in front of the mission from the freezing cold. Um so we don't want to see that. It's, it's, it's a blessing to see a 60, 68-year-old gentleman come up and you give him a sweater. And simple thing of a sweater brings such joy to them. You know, we hand out blankets. We try to keep up with as many blankets as we can. And tarps, right? And tarps. How, and they how come, come the tarps? Tell them Well, why. the tarp separates you from the concrete. Well, not just that, but the water. Covers the water as well. Um Coming coming from that situation, people a lot of times they say, "Oh, well, you know, if you wouldn't drink, if you wouldn't use, you wouldn't you wouldn't have the need." Well, I'm an alcoholic, and I was a functioning alcoholic, and the thing is, is I couldn't stop drinking, so it wasn't by choice at that point. It was because I had to do it to exist. I had to drink because I was drunk from the night before, so I could go to work. And that's not trying to justify it. What Correct. he's What he's trying to tell you is that when you get so deep into your addiction, you either need to find the way out of that addiction or feed it, right? Exactly. And so, you know, it does get cold, and, you know, we always have a need. I've been at the mission for 12 years, and the one thing I think we need is socks for our men. Always. And we need tarps and blankets and just hoodies, jackets, sweaters, any of those things. That's what's needed on a daily basis at the mission. People say, oh, well, soap maybe. And I said, yeah, no, we, we provide all that. What they really need is something to keep warm at night. 
Yeah, no, it's absolutely true. And so here's how the how this all works. A guy comes in or a gal comes in, whoever it is, and they need to get a coat. They need to get a sleeping bag. We don't hand out tents. We're not encouraging them to start more tent cities. But they need to have something to fight off the cold. And so now we see on the forecast it's going to be raining. Well, a little cheap tarp that you buy for $2 or $3 or $4, just a little small one they can wrap around themselves, keeps the coat that they got or the blanket that they got from getting soaked because once they're soaked, they're of no use. And so it also keeps the biting wind to come from coming through those blankets and everything. And so, you know, along with the people that we would say, well, it's your fault, you, you're an alcoholic or whatever, there are also mentally disturbed people out yes, there sir. that really don't have a choice because they're mentally disturbed and they're not functional. Uh, we had a, we've had several people, a young lady that was out there, and she would take her clothes off all the time. And as the weather started to turn, you know, she, she would come— the last time she, she went on to the mission property, she wasn't naked, but she had such thin clothing on that she was freezing. And so uh, we got her blankets and stuff, and we called the authorities to come in and, because she was really out of it. And, you know, the sad part is that folks like her get taken advantage of by men out there that are that really don't have any compassion for her her situation. And so everything that we do, we try to gear it towards them surviving a cold night. And as I said, we may not be Alaska, but people that die out on the streets here, they may not freeze to death, but they die from hypothermia. And every year there's somebody that dies out there from hypothermia. And so the request for that kind of stuff is ongoing always. And when I said we don't always uh, need a lot of women's clothing right now, that doesn't go for coats. We can always use coats, men, women, and children's coats. Uh, we've been very blessed. Burlington Coat Factory gave us uh, coats. One time they gave us boxes as well uh, of children's coats. And we coupled up with the church, and there was a needy school in the area, downtown Sacramento. And we got like 100 coats to kids out there. Again, I'm not taking credit for that. I mean, Burlington gave them to us. We distributed them, but the author and finisher of that was God, Amen. not us. I mean, you know what? Uh, I'm just grateful to be able to be kind of a cog in, the, in this big mechanism that God has set up to help people. You know, uh, so... I know Tim feels the same way, don't you, brother? Absolutely. I, I thank God every day that he can use me in some form to do his work. I mean, that's what we get up for as Christians, I believe. And it's yeah. no judgment. I just think that we should give for somebody else to utilize things, you know. And I'm like you, Pastor. I'm not... I don't think there's a need for begging because there's good people in this world, and we have seen that through our donors. We never really are in need. But special needs, like you said, if we don't ask, we can't receive. So, yeah. you know, that's people ask, well, what is your biggest need at the mission? I get asked all the time, Prayer. what do you need <laughs> at the mission? 
behind prayer. We need oh. warmth, jackets, yeah. blankets, yeah. and mm -hmm. things. So that's our socks. biggest Socks, that need. is a huge oh, one. Oh, socks. Yeah, because it, when it gets rainy, we give out socks, a hundred, maybe a hundred pair every two days there. So You know what? And I remember we need shoes and that kind of stuff too. And I remember as a kid, you know, I would get a hole in the bottom of my shoe <laughs> and I'd put a piece of cardboard, cardboard. <laughs> in there, which is great until the first rain. Exactly. And then you've got a hole in your shoes soaking <laughs> cardboard in a wet foot, right? Well, I think a lot of them put cardboard in their shoes too. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And so, you know, uh, if you've got tennis shoes, hard shoes, boots, whatever you've got, uh, rain boots, all those things are needed uh, even sometimes umbrellas and stuff. We don't get a lot of those in, but anything that you can spare. If you're going to buy something, though, don't buy an umbrella. Buy buy a tarp. It's easier for them to handle that. Uh, and we're going to supply as much food as we can. Uh, we're going to buy it if we have to. But you guys have never allowed us to get to a point where we had to where we had to buy for the holiday food boxes, excepting for maybe the fixings as we call them. Maybe we had to go get some canned goods or some potatoes and stuff. But turkeys? No. We've never had to buy turkeys that I know of. No, our donors have always supplied. We've always get blessed with turkeys from our donors. And we get uh, also food from some large entities. Absolutely. And uh, so we get pastries. We get all that kind of stuff. We get a, a lot of fruit and those things. And so we like to make sure, and Tim is pretty good about trying to make it so it's nutritional as well as just satisfying, right, Timothy? Well, yeah, and then going on above the food boxes, we also give our guests a Thanksgiving meal as well. Oh, so absolutely. We cook 23 turkeys, and that's a two-day process, and we give them the full meal as well because our guests, are we're their family. Yeah. When they come in, they don't have to do nothing but sit at the table. We serve them a nice Thanksgiving meal. Absolutely. Nice and warm, and it's it's just a blessing, Pastor, to see. We feed we feed our guests every single night, 365 days a year, and just to see those special days when they really don't have nobody to be with and they come in with the mission and us and Eileen and her group of people and just the interaction, it makes gives them a sense of being with family, and that's such a blessing. Now, you you mentioned Eileen and her people. We're not talking about a terrorist gang. <laughs> no, Eileen and our volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> her gang. Yes. But she is, uh, she, along with many other hats that she wears, uh, but she's our development director, but she's also in charge of setting up the holiday banquets and stuff like that. And uh, she takes great pleasure, her and her uh, volunteers, in setting up and decorating in there, right? Absolutely. It doesn't seem like much to you, but to people that aren't going to be anywhere where there's decorations, they're not getting it out on the street. We make, at Christmas time, we make the, the mission light up, right, with holiday decorations and stuff. Uh, we don't do... Santa Claus's Easter no, bunnies or anything no. like that. Everything has to honor the creator. Uh, but certainly we honor, uh, and yes, folks, I know that December 25th was probably not the actual birth of Jesus Christ, but we've the, old, the church from the early days chose that day to celebrate the birth of Christ. And so 
we like to light it up. And um, so Eileen likes to decorate, and her volunteers do a great job. Uh, at least I think so. And uh, we get in a festive mood, don't we? Absolutely. It's just fun there. And like I said, we do it for the guests. They have no family. So when they come in there, just the lights at night and the Christmas tree in the chapel, and it's just a sense of being with family, and that's what we want to always try to do. And some people from the street consider us family. Absolutely. You know, uh, but, you know, I have a special request. I asked last year, (laughs) and I know she's going to bring it up very shortly again, if any of you has a life-size nativity scene Please call Eileen Trussell at 447-3268 and ask for Eileen Trussell. And if you have a giant life-size type nativity scene, you are going to make her happy, happy, happy. (laughs) Because she wants to put it up on the the landing part of our, our building so that everybody can see. So if you got, especially those lighted ones, you know, and, uh, and if you want to know where it would be going, probably right there next to a great, big, beautiful, old-fashioned cross that says Jesus saves uh, in neon, right? Absolutely. You know, we want to give that drab neighborhood. See, there's not a lot of residential uh, folks there, so there's not a lot of decorations. So we try to do it upright, right, Timothy? Well, it's nice. You know where you're going. It's like the North Star. Amen. Because God does dwell there. So Amen. please find the light, follow it, come see us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And uh, so uh, everybody gets pretty much in the spirit, don't you think, Timothy? I think it's a good time there at the mission. I think hearts are light, uh, and we know we get closer to Christ, and it's because of the giving. And mm-hmm. people say, oh, it's Christmas. No, that's how some people, that's how I used to look at Christmas. Well, what mm-hmm. am I going to get? Yeah. What am I going to get? Yeah. And it's not that way anymore. It's what What can I give? What can I give? Oh, yeah. And, and yeah, that's, no, I'm with you. that's where the joy comes, you know. It does. We do a little uh, little thing with the staff. We change little gifts, and they're not expensive. They're like $10. Yeah, we call it our secret saint. Saint, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> so. we're not, you know, not secret Santa Claus. <laughs> it's secret saint. But it's just it's just fun, and we get together with our guys. We do have a drug and alcohol program. It's a nine-month program there. And even our guys, they're away from their families, and we change exchange. They give pastor, blesses them with gifts. And yeah, it's not, you know, a lot, but, you know, it's an, a nice backpack and usually a sweater or hoodie and cosmetics and things of that nature. It's really nice. The guys really enjoy it. And then we take him out to eat. You he doesn't know. mean makeup. He means. Yeah. <laughs> well, cosmetics and shampoo and yeah, shaving yeah, cream. Yeah, right. Razors, so. right. But then we go out to to eat. And just that little small thing, it just, the guys are, like I said, are away from their family. And it's just, you know, we are their family. And I look at all my guys, all the guys in the program. I give up my holidays, and I don't give them up anymore. I choose to be with the guys in the program on the holidays because they are my family. Sure. Well, and, and you know, I know that people often think, well, oh, man, you have to go every day to a homeless shelter during the holidays. That's just got to be drudgery. 
No, it isn't at all. You know, when I round the corner and or when I'm staying late at night and I see the decorations lit up and I see our beautiful cross with Jesus saves and uh, all the all the activities is going on. Truthfully, I I don't find that depressing at all. I'll, I'll tell you what I find depressing sometimes when I go and I turn that key now, and the house is dark and and you know, but coming to the mission, no, I don't find that depressing at all. I I love the people there. You know what? Sometimes folks from the street or staff or whoever can just frustrate you with some of the things that they do. But guess what? That doesn't mean you stop caring about doing them, you know. And it's those individuals that, yeah, maybe they're still in their addiction. Maybe they're doing it. But they'll say, hey, uh, pastor, thank you. Thank you. Thank you that you guys are here. And they mean it. You know, I mean, those do make you spin round, don't they, Timothy? Absolutely. It just lets us know as Christians we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. You know, I think if we can step out of ourselves long enough. Like Which me, is hard to do. It is. Like me, I mean, I was blessed in spite of myself. God blessed me, too, me in brother. spite of myself. I had good jobs and things, but it did not stop me from drinking. No. And being selfish and being self-centered and being everything yeah. opposite of what God wants me to be. So it's just a joy to be a part of the Union Gospel Mission. It brings me such joy. I speak to my friends. I speak at my church, and I'm just glad every day that you allow me to work there, boss. Oh, it's God that allows us all to work there. You know, somebody asked, well, are you going to retire? And I may have so told you this before, but the reality is I, I don't have an incentive to retire. I mean— uh, it's it's not trying to grasp more money it's it's a part of, it's it's part of my life is to be at that mission to do the things we do and uh know that god has granted me you know god isn't looking down and going oh you know thank you so much both tims pastor tim and and our our friend the kitchen supervisor over here. He's not looking down and saying, thank you so much because you have really made this happen. No, 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 it's the other way around. We need to thank God every day because he has chosen to take these broken vessels that we Amen. are and use us in his kingdom. It's not a matter of us, of us, you know, having to do this. No, it's the other way around. It's that he lets us do this. Amen. I mean, if you don't know what the joy of actually being allowed to do God's work is, you know, you can't, you can't sit on your couch all puffed up and say, oh, look what I've done. No, brother, that, sister, that's not how it works. Timothy, we've got just about 45 seconds. Is there anything you'd like to say to our beloved friends I'd just friends like to there? wish everybody, if I don't see you, have a great Christmas, great Thanksgiving with the ones you love, and just remember the Union Gospel Mission is loving everyone else through Christ. Yep, and you know what? Let's make poor Eileen really happy this year. <laughs> she works really hard. Come on, somebody has to have a giant nativity scene out there. All right, you guys. You know, <laughs> you always amaze me with your generosity, your Amen. kindness, and cards and letters that come in to me sometimes and phone calls that I get. And I just I thank you so much for everything that you do. 
And so, as always, my dearest friends, until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. Listening to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. If your heart's been touched and you want to know more about the work of the mission, log on to UGMSAC.com, UGMSAC.com. To donate clothing, food, time, or financial help, call 916 447 3268. 916 447 3268. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again next week at the same time for Voices from the Street.